Welcome to Allison's Wonderland. I'm your host, Allison Packard. Join us as we journey through the looking glass and down the rabbit hole into the wild and wonderful world of animation and video games. Hey, do a girl a favor and please subscribe to this podcast and go on iTunes and leave us a good review. If you like the show, please help spread the word. It really helps us to get heard by more people. Thanks so much. Hey, how's it going? So good to see you. Good to see you too. I mean, it's been a couple of years, I think. <laughs> it has been a while, yeah. How's life in uh, lockdown? <laughs> you know, it's good right now. I would say a lot of it is the mental game of lockdown, I think. And, <clears throat> you know, uh, of course, the first few weeks initially are are so challenging. But it's all a matter of perspective, I think. Um, we're doing okay. I mean, cool. lost my grandma early on, but... That's um, sad. Gosh. Pretty sad. For, to COVID? Uh, unknown. Oh. Unknown. She was 93 and she was in mm. a nursing home. So, but yeah, how are you handling lockdown? Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, I spent my time, most of my time, learning some visual effects stuff and After Effects and you know a few other things like that for a short film that I did. And so yeah. I've used my time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was wondering that. So for anybody that doesn't know, Johnny just, let's see, directed, starred in, produced, did visual effects for this amazing sci-fi indie short called Art Exodus. And I just watched it last night and it was awesome. <laughs> cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah. So I was curious, how long did it take you to learn how to do all those visual effects? COVID lockdown, basically. So I spent February, March, April, May, June. Yeah. I just up until, you know, I think it was, I don't know, maybe five months, I think. Oh my gosh. Something like that. Five, six months? How long has it been? Feels like it's Which, been forever. In the big I'm, painting, I'm not it's pretty amazing. It. I think it's been like eight months. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but, so I, yeah. I spent all my time just kind of figuring that stuff out. I didn't want to. Do it. I, I, I had someone else in mind to do it, but then because of COVID, I, he was moving and things were, you know, just didn't work out. Yeah. So what what sparked the idea for that movie? Well, originally we were doing, uh, we were sp supposed to do a feature film. It's a long story. I have to give you a short version of it, but we were supposed to do a feature film, but then, you know, and I had a partner that was helping out with it. I was, we were both, I was paying for half the budget. He was paying for half the budget, but a week out, it kind of fell apart. And, you know, so he was no longer a part of it and that part of the money left, but I was already locked in and we were shooting in Texas because that's where he lives and all the crew and people that he knew. So I didn't know anybody. So I had to fly out there and then, you know, try to either get my money back or, you know, figure out what to do. And, you know, within that week of trying to figure things out, I just decided why not just shoot a short and just make something up. So kind of threw together a story, hit up some friends to help me out. And, you know, Kyle Higgins kind of took over writing duties and, and made it a solid story and just kind of leaned into it. You know, and every day we're like after shooting, wow. we, we ran to Home Depot to try to figure out what things we needed for the next day. So it's full days of work for me and a couple of the other guys that were with me. But it was a good experience now. At the time, it was terrible. But, you know, just because it was like so much stress and then, then it's like, oh, I got I to gotta act now. Oh, I got to make sure this, you know, so there's, there's a lot going on. Oh, yeah. But it, it's, it's satisfying to finish it at this point, you know, and mm -hmm. then with all of that, you know, 
having to go through, you know, going from a feature film, completely different film, completely different story and script, and then locked into whatever locations and stuff that I had for that film, and then trying to write a story around the locations I have, the people flying in at certain dates, you know, that were going to play characters in the other film, but now they're playing totally different characters now. Fortunately, a lot of people, the people that were there and people flying in, actors were like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever, it's uh, coming out anyway. So (laughs) we basically were just shooting whatever we could think up and had or could get and when what month were you shooting january to february january 6th i flew in just right before yeah yeah just exactly it's like right before as soon as i came back i think i did like maybe one con or something like that or i went somewhere hawaii yeah it was hawaii and then i came back and it was like no more going, not going anywhere. Yeah. That is amazing. Well, now, what about all the fight sequences? It seemed like there was just so much choreography in there. Were those part of the feature or did you just... No, I, not, I mean, that was all... I mean, there was action in the other film, but yeah. we, we didn't shoot it, you know? So, like, I had I had stuff blocked out in my head, but I wasn't the only one doing action. In, I wasn't the lead in the other film. Uh, my, my friend was the lead, you know? And so I was just, you know, one of the other characters. That Jason Narvi or...? Narvi was in it as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm not going to mention any other names because I, I don't want it to seem like I don't want to make a big deal of it. It's it is what it is. You know, stuff falls apart all the time. And yeah, so no, it you know, it's just I could have actually most people during this was like in crit like when I was I was in I was in Denver for like Christmas holiday whatever and this, this was all going down and I was like oh no I don't know what I'm going to do so it was pretty stressful it wasn't a great holiday season for me at all but ah, whatever it doesn't matter. I mean, it worked yeah. out. You know, I mean, especially not without even knowing that I thought it was a good movie. But when you factor in what you guys were able to accomplish in such a short period of time, I mean, that's truly amazing. I had a lot of good people around me. So <laughs> so I know your promo code was good through Sunday. Can people mm-hmm. still see the movie? No. I mean, yeah. unless you want to come up with a password, I'll let your people see it for a couple what days. What do you think? Has anyone not <laughs> seen it? Do you want if a little... You guys have not seen code? the film? Let Allison come up with yes. a password. Okay. You guys uh, send me a DM and let me know if you want a passcode and we'll think something up so you can watch it definitely worth a watch and you've hidden some like easter eggs in there too right? they're, they're, yeah they're about 13 easter eggs and it you know it ranges from some anime stuff to my band stuff to you know power rangers and whatnot so it's kind of it's not a whole lot it's like 13 of them that's cool and it's, then this I is it gonna, are you trying to do festival it's just hidden in the uh somewhere in the scene oh really <laughs> you gotta search for it though but it's there when you see it when you find stuff like that then it's like oh yeah i see it a lot of people saying they've found yeah, eight. people are finding stuff yeah yeah they found quite a few actually nice awesome so are you going to try and do festivals are you yeah that's one of the reasons why i'm not like just re-putting it out there i want people to be able to see it for free so that's why i did a couple of little screenings and whatnot mm-hmm. and i also needed to adjust some stuff i had a personal deadline for halloween so i wanted to get it out by then you know and so it wasn't yeah. completely done so i released it though for a couple of days and then you know shut it down then i fixed a couple of things that i wanted to fix and then put it back up you know but i'm not putting it out there until i go through a couple of festivals and really get ripped apart and then i'll then i'll release it you know from for from there well keep us posted let us know how we can help support i mean any kind of endeavor like that is a big undertaking so yeah well well, no i appreciate that yeah yeah so a lot of people commenting power rangers can we start at the very beginning because i feel like you have such an interesting story just like how i started (laughs) <laughs> yes, like ba- basically. You well, know. my mom's Korean. My dad <laughs> is an American, and he was stationed in South Korea, and that's where they met. Uh-huh. That's your too dad far. Was, your dad was in the military. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. What more? What? 
What branch? He was Army. Army. So that's how you know all your hand-to-hand combat stuff. No. No influence. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I, I studied martial arts, you know, since I was a little kid. And so just kind of, and then, you know, I just continued from there. Just, I mean, even, even to this day, I still train. So did your parents encourage you or was that just something you wanted to do? You know, I got beat up a lot. I got picked on a lot and beat up a lot. And oh. so like I had to move from one school to another school because of the fights I was getting into. And it wasn't anything I was starting. I was just like a small kid, somebody that anyone and shy and so quiet. And so easy target you know, for bullies. And so went through a bit of that. And then, you know, I, I was trying to do martial arts when I was younger, you know, but it wasn't I mean, a small kid. And yeah. so, you know, I, yeah, I asked my dad if I can go, you know, train. And he was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, he, he let me do it. And that's, that's kind of where my confidence came from is being in an actual school, you know, and, and training. But I, I will say that like, as I was learning, like when I was younger, high school stuff, I was still kind of a punk. Um, I got into a lot of fights, even after I'd learned martial arts, I kind of, there's a weird time of me wanting to retaliate, you know, and at that Mm -hmm. point, knowing that I could fight, you know, it wasn't, it it took a while for me to kind of realize how stupid it was. There's, I got into fights on the soccer field and I was kind of really super confident when I was getting into fights because I don't know. I was just faster, you know, and I could see, you know, a punch coming in or whatever. And so I can, I, I would make fun of people in the fight, but I did this a couple of times on the soccer field. And one time it was, it was really bad. It was a big fight and I got thrown out of the game. And then I realized it, I don't know why, but I realized how stupid it was, you know, mm-hmm. as I was walking home, cause my dad had dropped me off at the game. I was walking home cause I was just like mad. I just realized how stupid it was, you know, and then I turned around and came back to the game. And once the game was over, I apologized to everyone, you know, and I was like, this is stupid. I don't know why, why I did that. Wow. And there, there's a couple moments in my life that were like that, that went on the soccer field. And one time when my brother and my dad were arguing and I almost got into a fight with my dad and then my dad was, you know, I don't want to talk about it too much, but you know, it was, it was really hard for him to, he, he told me he was afraid of me and, and it, it hit me so hard that it, it kind of broke my heart, you know, How that I could become a punk. You know, I became yeah. the bullies that were picking on me. And so a couple of those moments in that one for sure, then, you know, I changed. I had to change. I think, you know, we all have those moments where we come to the realization that things are not working. Yeah. You know, so how old do you think you were when, when you were starting to see that? 16, 17, 17, maybe. Yeah, that's seven, amazing. Yeah. Some people never have that realization. <laughs> wow. you <know>? So, <laughs> so you are finding your way incredibly gifted at martial arts. And then how does the opportunity for to audition for Power Rangers come about? Okay, so I grew up in Texas. I grew mm-hmm. up in Garland, Texas. It's like a suburb of Dallas. And I always wanted to be like an action star. You know, I grew up watching Jackie Chan and a bunch of, you know, Kung Fu theater. And so that's Bruce Lee and whatnot. So I, I, that's what I wanted. But being in Texas, there wasn't any of that, you know? So yeah. me and my friends, we would just get together and we would shoot a bunch of dumb action films on our own, you know, just ridiculous things. And it was just a lot of fun it's what I wanted it was like man I really just this is what I want to do and actually while I was training at this uh, kung fu school that I was at my instructor was going through the paper and he saw this article that said that they were auditioning for Power Rangers and in it, did, Texas? it was a nationwide search it was like a cattle call so it's kind of wow. like wow you know it's like American Idol where they do it all over the place you right? were a pretty cute kid <laughs> yeah I, I guess so at the time that I was a cute kid and so I had gone down to the audition there were a ton of people auditioning I don't know the exact Carlin represent Garland represent. There's, there's quite a few people, thousands of people there. And uh, Hundreds, yeah. if not thousands. Yeah, it was definitely a thousand people, at okay. least. There were probably <laughs> more than that, but 
I didn't count. I was so nervous. I was just like, what am I here? What do I do? I've never auditioned before. And so my instructor helped me come up with like a martial arts thing, kicking and flipping and whatnot. And so I went there because in the paper, it actually said you had to be a dancer, a martial artist or a gymnast. And I could do martial arts and I could flip. And so that's what I went there prepared to do. I did a bit of that. And then they gave us a monologue and did a bit of that monologue. And long story short, after a couple of weeks, you know, I, I was called out to California to audition again. And that's when I booked Adam the Black Ranger. And then, you know, that was I stayed out here in California. And <laughs> so, you came in on season two? Yeah. What happened to season one? Well, I wasn't there. Yeah. I mean, I've heard stories of what happened, but I wasn't there. So it's maybe not really fair for me to say because I, I came in. They needed, the point is they needed a new Black Ranger. There, yeah, three of us. There were, there were three that, well, I mean, you could say they left the show or they were, you know, I don't know what you say, but they were no longer on the show. And so we they looked for three other people. We didn't know that we were replacing anyone. We thought, right, we're just going to be new rangers. You know, who knows? Yeah. But then, yeah, but we found out. <laughs> Day one, we found out once we showed up. It's like, oh, that's not the same actor. That's the back of somebody else's head you're looking at. So, yeah, <laughs> they had stand-ins for them. You know? But what a game changer. I mean, what did that feel like? How old were you at the time? I was 18. Wow. About 18 at the time, yeah. So it was mm -hmm. pretty quick from right out of high school. You know, I registered for college. You know, I was going to, I was going to study film. And then, uh, you know, then I got the call to come out to California. So That's amazing. Yeah, it was pretty oh, cool. You must have been <laughs> so excited. What a I dream. Was. But it was so, it was so weird. You know, it was like, this stuff doesn't happen. You know, even my friends were saying, stuff like this doesn't happen to people like us. You know, when I was going to the audition, they were, they were like, you know, they weren't saying it in a bad way. They were just like, don't waste your time with that kind of thing, you know? So they're really just looking out. For, but, you know, I just, I just really wanted, I just wanted yeah. it, you know? And so I had to try it. And had you been taking acting classes or was... <laughs> no, no. I had no idea what I was doing. Well, I mean, for me, luckily, I was, yeah. they, they wrote my character around me at the time. So very shy, quiet kid and that does martial arts. And that's basically who my character was. So yeah. you'd have the other rangers in the foreground and then there'd be, you know, me in the background over here like... <laughs> <laughs> what do I know? Like, oh, right. Yeah. So, yeah. Good fun. Wow. I mean, at times, were you feeling like, shit, what, you know, what is going on? Like, were you ever feeling like her? Or... All the time. Yeah. Absolutely insecure. I didn't know anything about acting. I was just like, you know, thankfully, I didn't have a whole lot of lines, but then eventually they started giving me lines. And, you know, I just kind of little by little figured it out. It wasn't, it was really towards the end. And then really, once I got into voiceover stuff that I really, that's really after Power Rangers when I really kind of focused on acting. Yeah. And we did go through acting classes and stuff like that while we were on the show. But I mean, it was a kid's show, you know, so. <laughs> so did you move out here by yourself? Did you bring any friends I did. or family? No, I came out by myself and which was also very scary because I'd never been away from my family. And you're 18, um, you know. 18, you know, I had. And it was uh, a different time, you know, the stuff different. that would happen back then. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it was but, cool though. I mean, I was excited about it. It was good. It was good. There, there are a lot of ups and downs of course but yeah oh wow it's so amazing a lot of people chiming in about ichigo kurosaki from Blue yeah wanting to hear the voice it How do you feel basically kind of sounds like this <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're wanting a bankai i guess or something bankai a lot of bankai bankai all right bankai! can't do too much of that did you wake <laughs> your kids, kids are, up kids are going to sleep soon <laughs> Yeah. Were you familiar with the property when you auditioned for that? Not real familiar with it, but mm -hmm. I, I knew kind of of the show because my drummer at the time watched a ton of anime and that was one of the ones he was watching. And so whenever I would show up to practice, he'd be on his computer watching Bleach, you know, and I would, you know, watch it a little bit over his shoulder. He'd watch it in Japanese? Yeah. Subtitles. Okay. Was he just, it was subtitles. Okay. 
Yeah. Are we going to see any little ones running? <laughs> I don't know. I thought I heard my door open up. So possibly. So what was the audition for that like? For Bleach? Okay. So the audition for Bleach. Okay. So uh, there was a studio at the time that Studiopolis, they were working on Naruto. Which and, you're also in. Right. But but this was before I was on that. Like I'd done okay. a couple of things and then a, a couple other friends of mine were like, hey, they're, they're doing Naruto over at Studiopolis. You know, you should try to get in and there's a plenty of male characters. Maybe you can get in there. And so I just kind of called them up and I was like, hey, uh, Am I allowed to come in and audition? They're like, sure, come on in, which, you know, they don't do usually. But at that time, they kind of were fine, I guess. So I went in and they had a couple tables, you know, they had the female characters on one and male characters characters on the other. And they're like, or choose whichever one you want to try to audition for. And I just kind of grabbed everything off the table. Mm -hmm. And then I just went in and was going through each of the characters. Sorry, this is Naruto stuff. So I'm going through each of the characters on Naruto, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, person who's directing engineering at the same time was like, wow, this is great. Every single one that I did. So this is wonderful. This is amazing. This is great. You've done a good job. It's like, wow, it sounds just like the character. And I, so I walked away after doing like 20 characters or whatever it was, I felt good. Like I was like, yeah. man, maybe I'll get one of these. And I didn't get a single one of those. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't <laughs> get any of those characters at all. But because I was there at some point, I don't, I, I assume because I was there after a few, maybe months, I got a call to come in and audition for Bleach. And when I went in for that, then I had kind of known because of my drummer, Ichigo was the, the main character. So I knew he was the most important if I was gonna audition for. Yeah. So for me at the time, so it was like, okay, so this one, really got to do good on and then i grabbed a couple other characters and then i went in and so thankfully because i had seen some of it from my drummer like i kind of knew what the character sounded like and knew a little bit of what was going on not totally but i kind of heard a little the essence exactly so yeah. so i was able to really kind of lean into the ichigo character a bit but at that time they were like well don't make him so angsty let's make him a little friendlier you know and so I did it. I did it kind of friendly, but it didn't feel right to me. I was like, okay, I'll make him friendlier. I'll pitch him up a little bit or whatever. And then I left, but then I got a callback and the callback was like, okay, so don't do any of the friendly stuff. Just kind of keep them a little gruff, you know, and, and then just kind of keep doing the bonkai screams and stuff that you, the way you did it before. And so I did that. So after that second callback, I ended up booking the role. So, wow. Yeah. That's a and long story. I guess I, I got to figure out a better way to tell it. No, oh, yeah. How long had you been in LA at that point? I'd been in LA for quite a while. I don't know. Well, I came to LA in 94 and I'm not sure when that was. That had to be around 2000 something, I think. You know, I don't really, I don't remember. Okay. So I guess then the missing piece is Power Rangers. You yes. Multiple seasons of that. There's yeah. a lot in that world. Are you trying um, to connect me into getting into voiceover? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so after Power Rangers, there? like towards the end of Power Rangers, you know, the action stunt team, Alpha Stunts, the Japanese stunt team, great, great action team. They wanted to shoot their own action film. And so they had, they got this Japanese camera and they asked me to play the lead. And so and that was my favorite thing was to work with these guys and just be around them and hang out and then do some action. That was my favorite thing. So I was absolutely in for that. So I did. I, I was in this little film that they did called Extreme Heist or Wicked Game, depending on where you are in the world. So I worked on that. And the sound guys, their equipment wasn't Japanese. This is how it was explained to me, so I really don't know. And so for some reason, the audio didn't work. So whatever they recorded on the day just didn't work whenever they edited, edited the film. And so I had to go in and dub myself. And as I was dubbing yeah. myself, the producer walked in, heard my voice, and he said, hey, you got a good hero voice. And then he said it a couple of times. And then after the session, he was like, hey, you want to come audition for this animation I'm doing? And again, this was after Power Rangers. So I was like up for anything, right? Yeah, so like, yeah of course. You know, it's more work. And so I went in and auditioned for this show. And they showed me an English track. 
and then they showed me a, the Japanese track and they said, okay, so this is, I, I think it was a, a scratch, scratch track. It was very deep, whereas the other one wasn't. And so they said, can you do something more like the Japanese? And I auditioned, I said, sure. I auditioned for that and ended up booking Trigun. So I booked Vash and Trigun. And that was really the first, other than, you know, doing some ADR and Power Rangers first voiceover thing for me that's wow. that's what opened the door for me because then from there it was like somebody was like yeah hey, we heard you in this or maybe i worked with a director here and then they mentioned me to another director here and so i was able to get auditions here and there without an agent not knowing yeah. fumbling through you know and just the right place at the right time anime was on this the client is like starting to be discovered by people and so i was like right there at the right time when things were kind of taken off as far as anime that's so cool. It's like hanging on. <laughs> You're like, here I am. <laughs> hey, guys, this is Allison Packard. Sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to let you know that if you like the show, please, please, please remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us to get heard by more people. Thanks so much. Johnny, a lot of people mentioning cockroach. I, it's like a joke I don't get. Is Can you enlighten me with the cockroach? My guess um, is it's the line from Arc Exodus. Oh, really? I have to see what they said, but I'm not... not a cockroach having babies. The, it could I be just like somebody's cockroach is having babies. Don't know where, is there one crawling on the back you know? It's like cockroach <laughs> back there having babies? I only really, I can only get like little snippets at the bottom. So, yeah. So you're talking about your drummer. Was that um, your drummer for Eyeshine? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Polo, who's on here, is my guitarist. Oh, no way. From my awesome. but he's also Where Giants Fall. Basically, me and Polo in our uh, new band project. What new band project? Hello. Where Giants Fall. What is it called? Yeah. Where Giants Fall. That's awesome. So where can we hear some of your new music? Is anything out yet? Yeah, actually, we do have two songs on YouTube. So if you go to YouTube, you type in Where Giants Fall Band. Awesome. And uh, yeah, we have a couple songs. We have another one coming. You know, some of you guys are pushing me to get this other one done. The one that we did another song in the end of Arc Exodus. And so I added another verse to it. And Polo's already shot his part of the music video. I got to shoot my part and throw that together. And then we're going to just put it up there and then hopefully jam out the rest of our album at some point. That's a rad. Well, definitely keep us posted. I'm happy to share with everybody. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely post when it's done. Let me see if I can get this summer. Check out, um, can you do a quick you and the Rokami voice? It's really hard because he doesn't have like, I mean, there's like it, half of my characters, they shout. So even just being like, he's an Nagi. It's like, oh, that sounds like that other character, but saying a different thing in Japanese. So I don't, I don't have a line that I could think of that, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't have, like, I, I have a handful of go-to lines for stuff like that, but it's all, they're all shouting. Yeah. So just catchphrases or whatnot, you know. Right. As opposed to like, pause <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like whatever thing we have to say five times in a row to get us like to get the voice imprint perfect. Yeah. Yeah. My um, name is Nate Adams, you know. <laughs> Like I would have, you do that too then. I always do. I the totally do that. And I was, I interviewed Rick Zeke. He was on Space Racers with us. Yeah, yeah. So Rick does it too. I, and he, it sounds like he does it obsessively. So <laughs> I, I think we all do that. I think we all have like, there's either a line that sticks with us that the character said, or yeah. it's the character introducing himself or herself at the first time. And then that kind of sticks, at least for me, that's, that's how it is. Yeah. Because one of the hardest things I think with voice acting is to keep that consistency of the character over time. Yeah. You know, you find something that's really cool but then you oh wait now i suddenly sound five years older you know exactly do you have a favorite role i know it's kind of like choosing your your favorite child but yeah that's hard no it's hard for me to choose one i don't i don't have one i really don't vash is one i mean i, I go through and i list like a ton of them ichigo is another one lelouch is another one lelouch. Uh, can you, you know, do the lelouch voice i lelouch from britannia command you to dance 
that's not really. And he, he says die, but I, I feel weird telling people to die. It's just not, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> I guess I should say live, because that's also a line. <laughs> Your worst experience with a fan? Your worst, somebody asked you that? Mm. Yeah, somebody did ask me that. There? <laughs> I have to think about it. You've been to so many conventions. I've been to a, a quite mean, a few. You must have yeah. some real, I mean, some good creeper. You know, I have not. I've been fortunate enough. I think, I don't know. I feel like my, the people that come to my table are pretty cool. Like they're, they're chill. Like I feel, you know, like there's nothing really, like I've never had like somebody, one time I had somebody follow me to my, not just one, just like a group of girls followed me to my hotel room without me knowing. <laughs> it wasn't like, I was like, come on. It was like, da -da -da. and then I heard like giggling and then running down the halls and all of a sudden I'm hearing knocks on my door and I'm like, oh boy, that was the only thing I could think of. But there's, really? that was many years ago. I don't, I don't really, that doesn't really happen. And they were young too. So they were like, you know, there's like, a character that maybe I did and that they were like, that's the guy that does, you know, so whatever, I get it. But I don't think I've had like a really bad experience. You know, maybe people I've been fortunate. know your, they know your martial arts ability and they just don't want to ask with you. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, right. maybe some people know that, but I don't know. I think there's- Yuri low and thigh. I don't know. Yeah. Johnny Wu, good, no. Actually, I think Yuri can actually, I think he might've studied something before. Oh, really? I think so. I think so. I could be wrong, but I think so. There was actually, I remember a time, this was, okay, here's one that might be kind of a bad fan experience. Yeah. Okay. That, I'm and listening. It, and it, it, it kind of involves Yuri. So I was, I don't know where I was, but I remember someone had, had called me up and they're like, hey man, are you guys okay? You and Yuri? I was like, what are you talking about? And then it was like, yeah, we just read this thing online that you guys got into a big old fight. I was like, <laughs> I didn't get into a fight with Yuri. What are you talking about? And they sent me this link and there's a guy on some blog that was like telling this story that Yuri and I were in the booth working on some video game. You know what it's like in a video game. You know, you're not really there with a bunch of other people. You know, yeah, you're usually yeah. there by yourself, at least in these kind of, this kind of, this show, it was like a, I want to say it was Tales or something like that. And so the story was, was that I was delivering a line and like Yuri maybe said something or somebody had tried to director tried to correct me or on it or something. And then I was like, you know who I am. I'm Johnny Young Bosch. And then, <laughs> then I tried to start a fight with Yuri and then Yuri like took one swing and knocked me out. That was the story. And that was in this blog and like, that was sent to me and I'm reading it and I'm like, oh my gosh, what? Somebody's just making up a story like uh, this? And then published by Yuri Lover 595. Right. <laughs> right. By Yuri. No, but then, and then as I was reading the comments, people were like, oh, I knew it. I knew he had to be a bad person. I, I can't stand, that's terrible when you hear about you. And I'm like, dude, that's not, it's not a true story. So, so I was kind <laughs> of like, I can't believe this, you know? And I don't know if you know Greg Ayers, but Greg Ayers and a couple other people that I knew, like I have some connections of people that are kind of hackers. And so they were able to hack and track this person down. And I, <laughs> I ended up contacting and confronting this person. Oh and uh, this person eventually told me, oh, I've got a multiple personality. That was my personality named Lucif that was doing that. Ooh. And then they were like, oh, but I'm actually a huge fan of you in Trigun. I think it Lucif was. Lucif though hates you. No, no, yeah, Lucif doesn't like me. Well, that, it must be Lucifer, I you guess. Know, for Lucifer? Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so anyways, that, that there's there you go. There's a bad fan. And I yeah. told Yuri about this. That's you know, intense. That pretty funny. Yeah. That's intense. Wow. You got yep. a lot of yeah. <laughs> a lot of people hating on you for that. Well, I guess I just shouldn't tell Yuri anything. You know, I shouldn't stand up. You know who I am? Yuri, I knock you out. I, sh I wish I could find that actually. Not actually, I don't <laughs> wish I could find it, but it'd be interesting Dude. to read again.
Yeah. A lot of people asking about your new music. Are you going to make new music? We kind of already talked about the new band. From I have a ton. We have music. I'm sorry? Fall from Giants? Sorry, what is it? Music? Where Giants Fall. Where Giants Fall. Yeah, yeah. What about, because I know you taught yourself how to play guitar and sing. Mm. At what point did you start pursuing music? That was after Power Rangers. 20s? Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, I had a guitar. So a buddy of mine in Texas, he, you know, he started playing the guitar when I'd left to work on the show Power Rangers. And then I would come back every so often and see that he became this amazing guitarist. And I thought, dang, that's really cool, you know? Yeah. And so I had bought a guitar that I was going to like learn how to play at some point, but I never did. It was just sitting in my closet whatnot and so after power rangers kind of hit like a really kind of like a low end like i kind of hit rock bottom i hit rock bottom there, I, oh, I don't need to go into too many details yeah. but i'll say that i was basically homeless had a couple trash bags had a guitar and a busted cot and i was living with whoever would let me live with them you, you would think oh but you're off the power range you made a ton of money nah, at that time power rangers really didn't pay you that well but i did okay i did okay yeah but it was but, gone. I mean, it was all gone. Yeah, well, <laughs> cash, cash infusion, um, being young and like not having, yeah. you know, they don't teach you money management school. That's it's, true. They don't, not they don't teach any of that, which is a shame. But yeah, so anyway, so that's the way it was. I was kind of, I went through a couple years of this kind of depression and I taught myself to play. And yeah, I just started to learn chords and I would sing and I would record. Actually, my dad and my sis, younger sister came out to visit me one time. And then I had written a song and I was like, hey, so I wrote a song. You want to hear it? And they were like, oh yeah, let me. And then I started playing the song and singing. This first time I ever sung in front of anyone. And then I could see their smiles kind of fade like, yeah, right and i'm like okay this is not that good and i'm like it's a work in progress and then i ended up buying like a one of those four track recorders and i would record the song and then i heard myself singing and i was like wow i really can't sing and so i would try it again and i would find out where i was wrong in my pitch and then i, I just kept doing that until i finally figured out kind of how because it's really weird you know like you'll think you're singing it right but you're not hearing it right and so oh, it takes a while to train your ear for that sort of thing you know so, it's so funny like i i think that it, when i did my dna test it actually tells you if you are more likely or less likely to hear pit so some people curious? yes it's from a genetic. dna test some people naturally hear pitch better wow. and some of us have to work a little hard about it harder at it i'm like apt but my husband actually has perfect you know, genetically bad at it so, oh. oh okay so, the opposite. so we're probably yeah in the middle okay. at least some people really pick up pitch very easily oh i know so yeah i know some people it's like eh, that's a c yeah. you know it's a c sharp minor you know add nine on there whatever right and i'm just like i don't know what you're talking about Feathers is my favorite song. Which one is your favorite and why? Feathers. Oh, okay. That was of the last I Shine album. I think that was on the last I Shine album. Yeah, that was a that was a good song. I, I like that song. That's why I wrote it. Polo has some really good guitar stuff on that one, actually. I don't know. I have a lot of uh songs. Alone is one that I think I wrote a long time ago that I feel like connected with people the most. And so yeah. Anytime we had a set, we would pretty much play that song at some point, you know, because it just, it, you know, everybody's felt alone. I feel alone right now, except for the cockroach in the background having babies. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever he's talking about. That guy. How has, you know, what what are your insights or anything you've, you've learned during this year of seclusion? 
oh, what have I learned? I learned a lot of visual effects stuff. I learned how to do some visual effects stuff. Maybe not great. Okay. You know, I'm okay at it. Sure. If I continue five years later, I'll be a little better. I don't know. I've learned that you just can't believe everything you hear and see. There's a lot of strange and misleading things, things going back and forth. If you look at the stuff from the beginning, it's, it's a really strange time, you know? I just know that throughout it, I've had all these other emotions, you know, just things we all are struggling with, you know, with all of the stuff that's going on. And so, yeah, yeah no, I mean, there's, there's a lot, a lot of, uh, it's just a weird time, you know, I don't, I don't know. It's just a bizarre time. I feel bad for, you know, just the way things, I can't imagine. I, I think, I think back to like, you know, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm able to still kind of work, not yeah. Nearly like probably you you're able to work at home, right? Yeah, right, the, the, yeah. 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 Um, uh, are you getting a lot? Because I'm getting some work, but it's not. Yeah, it's nothing like it was. You know, it's like I would say it's you're doing better than I am. Then I you're mean, doing, yeah, it's I less animation for me these days, sadly. But the commercials seem to be. Oh, that's great. 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 Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you know, going into the studio is always my biggest pleasure. So actually, I'm going to the studio tomorrow. Physically, physically to igloo. Yeah. They have all the COVID protocol and everything. So I feel very grateful because they gave me the option to record at home, but then you're writing the levels, you're engineering and, yeah. and um, they, they keep everything. Kind of gotten used to it now at this point, where my <laughs> levels are for when I'm shouting, when I'm talking. Doing I know, stuff. right. Kind of got it figured out a little bit. I remember just before it all shut down, I had to go in somewhere and they had told me, oh yeah, we got you know, wipes and we got gloves and all cleaned up and whatever. And I went in and I was like, hey, so where are the uh, wipes at? And oh, yeah, we don't have any wipes. And I was like, wait, I don't know if you guys did anything. So, I mean, I was there. So I was like, I'm just, I'm going to finish up the session, but that's really not cool. Mm. So, so I've been a little like not sure yet. You know, I don't want to get it. I think I'll be all right. I think I'll manage through it if I ended up getting it, but I just don't want to get it. I know a couple people that have gotten it and it's, yeah. it's, it's weird. Like you lose your taste buds for a bit and you kind of... Yeah, but I don't some know. people seem to not get them back for a while. I've heard that too. That's such a gambit, but it's weird. A lot of people are wondering: Is Bleach coming back? What's the? Do you know anything about that? I mean, I do know that they were. I mean, I don't. I know that they were doing stuff in Japan, but I also know that they said that they don't know yet about the English about doing it in English. So as far as Japanese, that's so yeah. I think they are gonna do something. Mm -hmm. like I haven't heard mm -hmm. any. So well, you guys make sure to tweet how much you want Johnny back. So exactly <laughs> make it obvious people please make it super obvious <laughs> i'm curious hobbies things that you do to stay inspired i mean obviously you're just such a creative person working as writer performer but also director visual effects music do you have any like lame hobbies or are they all just like that up cool um martial I, arts do you do you like make miniature santa's villages like my son and i are doing right now or no that sounds awesome my son has like like he's got all like my daughter's older now she's 10 mm -hmm. she's not that old my son is five and so he's kind of, yeah five almost he'll be five almost, in january okay. yeah so <laughs> so he's kind of inherited all her old toys you know, uh -huh. so he's got like Peppa Pig, but he's also got like monster trucks. Yeah. <laughs> and so aside from the other things that I do, you know, I play Peppa Pig with him yeah. and I, I do random various voices for the different things. But then at some point I get tired and then I realize, oh man, I took on a very hard voice. I don't think I can carry this through. <laughs> so I have to kill off that character earlier. You know? Yeah. Daddy pig. Daddy pig. Such a yeah. I, I don't oh know what do I do. Daddy pig. Daddy pig. I'm I, like boundaries. Daddy pig. 
Peppa walk all over you. I don't really recall. <laughs> I kinda, for me and Peppa Pig, I'm usually, I think I'm usually, George! But I do that. I do like a terrible, like, I don't know, I must have seen this in the 80s, but it's kind of, hello, George! You know, my name is George! You know, I, I'm kind of in that weird, kind of scratchy, weird, and I don't know what, yeah. how you explain it, but Ooh, I do I that like for that most of them. <laughs> most of them have that voice <laughs> with an accent or something, you know. Yeah. Dinosaur. Dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the Siren Head thing. He somehow stumbled upon, do you know what Siren Head is? I think it's a game. I think it's a game, right? And it's like this weird, creepy horror, like skinny, tall, like, uh, you know, Slender Man, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, be, I mean, it, it would be kind of like Slender Man. Not personally. But it's got like the siren for a head and with oh, oh it. and yeah, it would be okay. like the trees uh -huh. and then uh yeah i just he was like whatever i don't know what he was he was on uh roblox it's on roblox okay and okay. and actually some of his minecraft like some like there's like a couple guys he watches on youtube that are like uh preston plays is one of he's like a minecraft youtuber or something like that right and so like he's played it and it's had siren head in it but it's like really creepy and scary and i realized that during lockdown i actually have to really monitor what he he gets into like i have all the restrictions on it and i thought things are fine yeah. but then you know then I, he comes out and he starts describing this character that is really tall and he's got big old arms and he's like drawing it so you know like when kids like in movies where they draw like whatever i don't know like the scary creepy yeah. whatever thing and there's blood everywhere he yeah. drew one of those and i was like what is this that's siren head what are these these are the dead people and i'm like what are you oh. watching <laughs> you're like googling but, siren yeah. head yeah, but the one he watched wasn't real. It wasn't like real dark. Yeah, but yeah, the, yeah. The ideas were there. Enough yeah, they get through that algorithm, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so there you go. I'm ra raising them right. <laughs> hey, it's a global pandemic. All bets are off. Is he back at preschool or homeschooling? Yeah, it's, all, it's all, yeah, virtual. Kinder, yeah. Yeah. That's challenging yeah. how has it been working from home and having two small children also home well i mean they're great i you know they yeah. they they do their school stuff on their own you don't have to force them and they actually enjoy it and as far as me working you know i worked i had a couple sessions today and you know i had one yesterday so things are going you know yeah. not bad and I've, I've you know i had built like a studio when i had my band the first time so i have a booth and all this stuff so and i've had i've got all microphones and equipment but really i got all that stuff because of my band um so fortunately for me i didn't have to do too much once this thing happened the only thing i had to get was a uh, source connect yeah. and i paid for pro thinking i needed it and they're like oh you don't need that and they never use it it's always like no. they send me a thing oh you didn't even need to buy it and i'm like, oh that's great yeah i know it's not cheap <laughs> it's not it's not cheap so before we go yokai watch that was fun yes, it was fun <laughs> mark risley have you kept in touch with mark at all yeah a little bit every once in a while he'll send me he sent me some very strange video <laughs> Sent me that one too. That's <laughs> like, one. What are you uh, me? The one who said he's doing the film festival circuit with yes, the, yes. <laughs> that one was was very artistic. That's one word for it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mark's got a lot of. He, who knows? He might even watch the replay of this. <laughs> a lot of people saying that. I actually, the, his bigfoot, his bigfoot video stuff was my favorite though. Did you see any of that? The bigfoot video from this was a while ago Thanks. while we were on the show. Thanks. Oh no, I forgot. Like he no. was at like I I might be. This is how I remember him explaining. But he was at like a bigfoot convention or something or gathering, and so he was in a tent, and there's somebody who's dressed up in a giant bigfoot costume is like part of the thing, or whatever. Right. And so he had filmed it, but at a weird angle. 
out of his tent and it crossed or whatever. And he ended up posting that and everybody's like, see, it's Bigfoot, it's real. And he's like, <laughs> Well, he also had that Ghostbusters thing where he like went in, he does like, he's like one of those people that- Like a paranormal investigator? Yeah, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, things that you don't know about Marcos. Like he does paranormal investigating. So he's got one of those EMF detectors and all that kind of stuff? I think so. And he's got like video proof of ghosts though. That's funny, (laughs) I should have hit him up. (laughs) Yeah, we did a lot of different characters on that show. Yeah, we we were Um, kind of like, you do everything in the show. Like, what was it, like five of us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just take take over all these different voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a lot of fun. It was. So, what do you have any projects that are coming out soon that you can tell us about? I mean, I there are a few things that I'm working on currently that I wish I could talk about. Yeah. It, I mean, there are a couple of them that you know. I mean, the fans are gonna know kind of maybe what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. There's a couple things you know that I'm sure that they'll be excited about, but I can't talk about them yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what about what is next for you you've just made this movie are you going to continue with filmmaking are you going to i mean you have a new musical project well we do have an album that i need to finish (laughs) a lot of things keep happening and then it keeps kind of getting pushed back a little bit and so i have another short film that i did a while ago with a friend of mine and it's a little hokey you know a little cheesy but it's kind of fun so i'm going to try to finish that up real quick and then uh and then really kind of focus on the album. Actually, my kids were writing a song the other day. I write songs with my kids. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, maybe I can play it, actually. It's not very long. I have it here somewhere. Oh, there it is. You might not like it. <laughs> my kids sing on it. Too, so. Baby, love, time to they have so far they they wrote it they sang it (laughs) i just i was like well what do you want the beat to be and then they gave me the beat and they're like what's the melody all right just kind of do that we we do that every once in a while oh yeah Bodie and i have been doing some songwriting too nice like more like improvised stuff though at this point (laughs) we have a song we recorded that i want to do a little animation too I'll post them in the next couple weeks for you guys. Yeah, it's so I, fun I, I, writing with kids. It's like it is. It is cool when you get cool kids. You're like, okay, yeah, like what? Why do I deserve these wonderful? Yeah, kids? you like doing what I like doing. How does that <laughs> exactly how does that work? Yeah. It probably won't last forever. No, I know. At some point, I'm going to be very annoying. By the time I know, I keep saying that. I'm like, my son thinks I'm like really cool right now, and I'm like, this is not going to last. I know. Yeah, I right. feel. It. Johnny, thank you so much. This has been great. I mean, I know we've worked together for like six years and I never, you know, I just, it was so cool to get you to know you better tonight doing all the research and all the- You you did research? You don't have to do research on me. (laughs) I I, thank God it's the internet because um, I didn't have to go, you know, 
But um, but yeah, it was so great having you down. And thanks for having um, us. Yeah. Let us know okay. how we can help support your movie or any future projects you have. I'm happy to share yeah. um, with the Wonderland crew, both of them. Yeah, just let me know if your people want to watch the film, and I'll make yes. up a podcast. Yeah, guys, DM me. My fans are going to pick, figure out mine. Basically, it's anything, any show that I've worked on. Any, yeah. You know, like I did Frog was the first one. Bunkai was okay. my last password. My passwords are all going to be that. So, you, you know, you yeah. make whatever you want. Maybe just uh, my name or something. Exactly. Or we'll Wonderland. People actually tune in. Or Wonderland. Yeah. But you get a DM me so we, we know that it's the right one. And thanks, guys. I hope that you subscribe to the show and um, tune in next week because we're going to keep going with this. It's all we have right now. <laughs> <laughs> the virtual connections. Okay. Thanks, Johnny. We'll have a great rest of your week. Yeah, you too. You have a good night. Thank Bye, guys. You. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Allison's Wonderland, where we explore the wild and wonderful world of animation and video games. Please remember to subscribe and leave us a review. For more episodes of Allison's Wonderland, please visit us at www.allisonpacker.com. See you next week.